you know, we want to welcome everybody here. Everything all at once. Everything all at once. It's honestly a sensation. Aliens listen to it. Hello. And welcome to Everything at Once. Hey, welcome. We are so glad that you guys tuned in. Thank you for stopping by and checking us out. We have a couple quick announcements before we get into the action. Uh, First off, we have started a Patreon account. It is a huge step for us in finding new ways to bring you guys amazing content that you love and enjoy. We have two producers, two Patreon producers. You could be a Patreon producer too if you choose to. We also have an assistant and an intern level Patreon subscription available to you. All of this money is going directly back into the show. It's going right here. It's going to buy equipment for us. It's going to offer us the means to be able to continue to expand and offer incredible new content that you had never thought of in your wildest dreams. And... It's barely thought of in our wildest dreams. It was barely thought of in our wildest dreams. We went to some pretty new planes. I'd also we'd also like to shout out exclusively Josh and Sadie for being a producer level Patreon backers. Those guys are amazing. They're incredible. Thank you for believing in us. We believe in you guys too. We do believe in you too. But that's not all that we're offering. Uh, we also have some uh, advertising space that we're making available. That's right. Advertisements reach a new audience, reach an ever changing audience. Find a new audience, offer your services, your skills, whatever it is that you're offering to brand new people and increase your market space. It's so cheap, you can't go wrong. It's so cheap that the first person that I told uh, how much it costs, they went, holy cow, that's the cheapest ad space I've ever seen. Uh, you, are, you aren't going to believe it. Yeah. We're basically giving it to you. So really just text us and you can have some almost <laughs> with a little bit of money. That's it. Just, just, a, just, just a little bit. Tiny, tiny bit. Tiniest bit. We're also offering some other new services. I've been doing a lot of photography, which you guys have seen some of you on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, I'm looking to do more of that. If you have a photo shoot that you want done or any sort of photography, hit us up. I'm your man. We're also offering videography services and graphics design. So if you have a flyer or an event or an invitation that you need something custom and original and unique, please let us know. Message us. Call us. Text us for those of you that know us. Get at us, and we're happy to do this for you. And we are uh, of service to you any any time. We're we're uh, that's what we're here for. But enough about us. We have uh, some great guests that we had on this week. Oh, we sure did, Dave. We had Matt and Sonia of Cauldron and Thorn, proprietors of Fine Magical Goods here in Erie, the one and only, as far as I know, meta- metaphysical shop around here. I think it is. It really is. And their stuff is truly unique to our area. It's amazing. It's so cool. They have so much awesome stuff. Go there. Buy a gift for your girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever, your friend, your mom, your dad. There is literally stuff there for everybody. And it's so cool. They have classes. 
and they're just like genuine, really interesting, fun people, and we had a great time recording this and, show with them. And they had a cool, awesome backstory too. And you know, Tony, I think at the end of the day, you could really say that they ran, they run a uh, grocery st- shop for the soul. Indeed, a grocery shop or grocery store for the soul. It nourishes your soul. It's enlightening. It's amazing. It has all of these good things to help you care for yourself and help nourish that inner growth. And without further ado, we're going to let you get right into it. Thank you guys so much for putting up with this little nonsense thing we're doing here. We love you. We love you. We hope you love us too. Change is good. Yeah. Yeah. Change Change is good. Yeah. We were ready for change. Yeah. And it happened at a great time as well, right before when the... uh, Panini happened, of course. Yeah, Panini. We, we don't say... This is not social media, so we yeah, can't say we, pandemic. Can yeah, we? we can say pandemic because... Not yeah, Panini? Not Panini, okay. no. <laughs> so, Why is that? Facebook, the YouTube, like, the oh, algorithms yeah. will... Absolutely. They will go, shut what the heck? you down. Even though you that is say something completely... a constant battle, too, is those algorithms yeah. and everything to try and reach... Any sort of audience, yeah. constantly so, fighting them. They want the money. They want you the money. They want you a booster. Play by their rules. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's unfortunate. So, so no talk of the panini. Yeah. No panini talk. It was a big panini. It was a huge mm-hmm. panini. Yes. But we're glad that we moved right before the panini happened. The pandemic happened, and everything else happened. So it yep. all was a perfect timing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the pandemic for us was not the typical pandemic experience either. So my pandemic experience was pretty great, other than in the beginning when I was like really concerned that the everybody fall, was everybody was going to die and the fall of humanity and all of these things. That was a little concerning. We stocked up on food and. All the other things that you need if you're going to survive an apocalypse. I and can't lie. I was excited. Listen, I'm an introvert. I was built for this. It was <laughs> mm-hmm. fine. I had a great pandemic, too, yeah. honestly. <laughs> I mean, after after that first two weeks was done and people weren't, like, carrying torches down the streets, yeah. I was yes. I was pretty okay with it. Yeah. yeah. It, the it, sickness, it, not so much, but the, yeah. the part about taking some time and being home was really nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Working from home was a huge benefit and detriment at the same time. Because I loved working from home, but I am absolutely awful at working. Like, working from home is really a questionable term for what I was doing from home. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I get really distracted real easy, especially when I'm home and all my things are here for me to play with and have fun. Hey, it's quality over quantity. As long as you hit the... uh, Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. that's, That's very key, too. We did a lot of traveling during the pandemic, believe it or not. Yeah, me too. We traveled all over the country. Las Vegas in the we're, middle of a pandemic. Yeah, we were filming in LA. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. We went My to first LA time too. Seeing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, I think it was like a month in, or like three or four months into the pandemic, we're like, wow, these flight tickets are so cheap, and Airbnbs <laughs> are so cheap, and car rent, everything's so cheap. We paid like five hundred bucks for a whole trip plus we like, whatever we, we spent the there. Upgrade. We were in Vegas. Yeah, we stayed at the Venetian. We were actually in the theater room. For 150 bucks. Oh heck yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah! Yeah, that had like a bathroom that was like had three separate bathrooms. It had like a. It was amazing. Yeah, it had like a like a dance hall for a shower. <laughs> it was crazy, right? <laughs> Sounds pretty so, sweet. Yeah. It, it was, but it was weird because you know, um, I was stationed in uh, Bridgeport, California, so we used to go to Vegas on the weekends. 
but in the 90s. So, you know, you're if you're out there for any period, you're kind of used to the rhythm of, mm-hmm. even then they were still working on the strip. It was still mainly Fremont and stuff like that. But the amount of people that was out there, but it was so weird. We went into the high-end mall there by the Cosmo where they had Versace and Gucci, and we were the only people in the mall. Yeah. That was like total zombie apocalypse feel. It was weird. We went to Beverly Hills, and nobody was on Rodeo Drive. Nobody was on the malls. Nobody was driving. Actually, there were still a fair amount of like Lamborghinis and Porsches driving around on the road. But other than that, it was like empty. It was was very strange. Not what I imagined. That was my first time ever going out to see that side of the country. And I remember Matt saying to me, take it in now because you'll never see this again. Like the fact you could go down and you could literally, there was nothing obstructing your view Mm -hmm. because there was no people. A lot of the shows and a lot of things were closed down, but you could really take it all in because there wasn't hustle and bustle. It was pretty pretty calm there were still some street hustlers out there and stuff like there usually was and they're a little more aggressive and i think that's because there was there nobody, was less customers there's yeah. nobody else there to yeah. yeah exactly yeah so and then when we got to california you know we were in upland for filming and then uh we went we went up to calabasas mm-hmm. so i went out there to the coast you know out to santa monica pier and then up through Malibu and Calabasas, all the places we used to surf when I was younger. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of like going to see the stuff. And, you know, it was just, there was still, of course, the 401 was still backed up, you know, and it was just crazy. But as far as like, um, uh, like city uh, streets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, up through Malibu and Calabasas, it wasn't the norm. The norm, yeah. You right. could really tell it wasn't the norm. I can't remember street and road names I used to drive all the time, but. Now it's it's funny looking back at that, right? So yeah, it was an interesting time for everybody, and that's when you guys decided to move up to Erie. Right now, um, we are talking with Matt and Sonia, the owners of Cauldron and Thorn. Hello, and we're getting a little bit of a background on on how they came into Cauldron and Thorn, which is a relatively new business yes. around here. I, I yeah. As far as I would consider relatively new. year and right? a half, yeah. Not yeah. a lot of new things yeah. happen around here. Well, new things are happening around here, yeah, but like. Are. It seems like it takes a little while for it to not be new, and I would definitely still consider you guys well, new. Mm-hmm. Well, we see new people every day, so it's like uh, the fun thing we like to see is whether or not when you come through the door, if you've ever been into the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the first six months we were in what's now our classroom, so it was very, very small. And we had classes, and we sold everything we had there, so we'd move everything. And now, of course, we uh, bought the entire building and moved into the other side of the building. And the building is funny because the way it's designed, if you look at it from – we just kind of looked into it. If you look at it from Crossroad, the parking lot at the athletic club – you can kind of see the scale of it. It's actually shaped like a big pyramid. Mm-hmm. And then when you, but if you pull into our parking lot, you walk, you think it's very small, and then it right. opens up to these huge cathedral ceilings and, you know, the statuary and fountains and things like that. So people are like, oh. you know, yeah. so that's the fun part of the day, you know, is to see new people coming into the shop. People have said to us, it's like you guys just appeared out of a portal. Like, who are you and what is this place? And we never heard anything about it. And all of a sudden you're here because literally that is how fast we, (laughs) the idea we ran with it and we made it happen. We could tell you, but then we'd have to kill you. The magic is on our side. Yeah, the magic is on your side. I remember the first time I went there, I had never heard of it before. And it was a, 
a full moon or a new moon ceremony that you guys were having in, I right. like just that same effect. I opened the doors. I thought it was going to be a relatively small shop. And I'm like, where has this place been? Because the, you guys have so much stuff, so much cool and interesting stuff all throughout this whole big giant space that I never even had been in before and was expecting something much smaller. Cause usually when I think of like a, uh, spiritual store, I, what would you guys call yourself? Uh, metaphysical, witch shop, supply. Yeah, yeah. Witch shop, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Cause usually when I think of that or when I've been to other metaphysical or oddities or what have you kind of shops in other cities, it's always a very small location right. that is jam packed with stuff. Right. Yes. And yeah, well, that's how we started. But of course, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to peg your meter there. No, oh, you're all right. You're all right. <laughs> I'll no move worries. back a little bit. We, it, it'll all get fixed up by uh, the computer. It does post. fancy work. Yeah. Yes, post. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> so, but uh, first off, we need more stuff. And we're constantly getting more stuff. We look for stuff we haven't seen, stuff other people haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, the real problem is, is when we moved up here, I mean, one of the main things was, is we actually have another business that we came to the area to be closer to. Mm-hmm. And uh, also the house provided us a operating space. Actually, it worked out perfect. It wasn't intended for, for the panini um, that we uh, could sit there and, uh, you know, do all of our office work. We could do shipping. We could do all kinds of things. Because our business was online. And then our son um, decided he was going to the Air Force, which we were very happy for him because, you know, you don't don't ever want to see, you know, your kid out of high school just kind of sitting there because he can't do anything. Flattering, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, and he's amazingly smart person, you know, very altruistic, very giving. So, so he joined the Air Force um, and went out west, and we were bored. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we were traveling, as we were talking about before, out west and stuff like that, um, we were stopping at metaphysical shops and things like that because it was spiritual supply. So it was one of the few things that was open. And it didn't matter where we went. They were all constantly hopping, you know, constantly hopping. Now, I've been in this world since... I was knee-high to a pig's eye. I grew up in Appalachia, uh, a traditional church in Appalachia, but there's nothing traditional about Appalachia. And it doesn't matter if you're Baptist, Catholic, brethren like myself, non-denominational. You did things, uh, what they call mountain conjure now is the hot term, but we called it granny magic. It was just herbalism, different things like that. Sure. Different superstitions, practices, roots, bones. Uh, It was kind of like a... Mix of hoodoo, um, old Celtic paganism, Germanic paganism. What what the Amish? A lot of people don't realize the Amish. Um, the term powwow is actually Amish. The Amish hmm. powwow is uh, a gathering where they do magical workings. Uh, the Amish have their own magic system, and the person that conducts that is the hexmeister. So, you know, a lot of people do not realize that that. that exists in Amish culture. Uh, I feel like that's kind of a common thing among a lot of more orthodox religions like right. uh, Kabbalah and yeah. Orthodox Judaism. Yeah. They all have very ritualistic yeah. things that a lot of people and, aren't really aware of. And a lot of times people don't realize um, like we have a joke around the shop is a lot of people come in from, you know, Catholics will come in 
and they'll see a statue of St. Bridget. And, or, you know, I, I'm saying St. Bridget because I'm thinking of it in a Catholic term. And go, oh, look, it's St. Bridget, St. Bridget's Cross. And, you know, immediately, you know, my collegiate training, I'm like, I have to go into, well, before she was St. Bridget, she was Bridget the goddess. And she was so important that the Catholic Church couldn't move ahead with, you know, basically converting the Irish population without bringing her into the fold. Was she a tri-goddess? Um, no, Bridget wasn't. Bridget was, uh, she was just very much hearth and home. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, you know, she was very much uh, the light, the love god, you know, light and love, basically what we picture how, you know, what we think of a traditional god, merciful Mm-hmm. You know, nurturing all these things she embodied to the you know Irish people, where you would have in Celtic religion like the Trigods, like Morgan and, and Maeve, and different you know people like that, and then you have Lou, very warlike. All these you know very war. Bridget wasn't. Bridget was you know very much the the peaceful, you know basically goddess of hearth and home who you know kept everything going. So you mentioned like college there a little bit. Yeah. So you've studied this at a collegiate level, like spiritualism as, yeah. at a collegiate level? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in the military, which is, is a whole different thing, I'd just say that um, when I'd be on ship deployed, they would bring in college professors from Webster, UNC, mm-hmm. UNCW, you know, Duke. So I kind of have a finger in all these different colleges without actually – you know, graduating from them, but I, I attended like yeah, a dozen different colleges, and of course the classes that they were offered weren't things like I love like chemistry and physics or anything. Mm-hmm. Like. It was like theology, folklore. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, basically those are the only professors that thought it would be cool to get on a helicopter and fly out to a uh, to a ship in the middle of the ocean and teach a whole bunch of jarheads and navy personnel certain classes. That's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of it kind of blossomed from there. Um, as I said, I, um, growing up, you know, the, all these different things were represented in the church. But of course, if it was done outside church, it was witchcraft, exactly. Right? But everybody called each in Appalachia. Everybody was a witch, and you, I know you experienced it and seen it. You know, you had your water witches, your witch doctors, your good witch, your evil Green witches. Witch. Yeah. Well, no, no, that was that was totally different so it, it, it just kind of weird that you know they refer to everybody had a special like talent like water dowsing as water witches and things mm-hmm. like that so I was always very comfortable with it and then just finally it just progressed as I started practicing and researching and felt more comfortable excuse me felt more comfortable uh, with you know pre-Christian religions than I did with actual Christian religions so that's cool. kind of where I went so went down the path towards the fundamentals. Yeah, and now look, it's all all these decades later, and here we are. Right. So. You can't hide what's inside. No, no. So I, I'm doing all talking. You need to talk. Stop uh, me. Let's see. What can I say? Well, we like to think of our store as a um, basically like a supermarket for the soul because we are all all on our own paths, mm-hmm. and we are all the sum of our own experiences. You know what? How we grew up, what we were exposed to, um, just. Yeah, people we came in contact with, you know, just the choices and doors that we walk through. And so at this point, we're happy to be able to serve other people. 
by um, just putting out things, um, just like I said, like a grocery market where you come in and you get to pick, like, what is it that you want to work on today that's going to help you work on yourself right. um, to be able to bring forth positive changes? I, I feel like there's been a huge need for this kind of store for a long time in Erie. Erie's always been kind of, at least to me, like an occulty kind of town where, uh, you know, people have had like ghost stories or hauntings or practiced witchcraft or history of witchcraft. But there's never we've had like metaphysical stores um, and stores that sell like crystals and gems and all those kinds of things. But I feel like yours really encompasses a much more diverse area than um, I want to say like uh, new age spiritualism compared to. I would call you guys like more witchcraft based, more occult right. based, more Folk, um, yeah. more folklore. Yeah, yeah we compared... cover a little bit of it all. Yeah, and we are we we stress that uh, like a lot of our long term customers know we are neutral ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's for anybody. You know, I'm going to definitely say that ignorance is bliss. You've heard that, and when sure. we moved here, so we moved here to put it in perspective right before the pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we found a beautiful old home, of course, the home that everybody thought was haunted in town. Sure. About an hour away. uh, The old 1800 Tudor style home with all the the cupboards like Harry Potter Mm -hmm. would live in. Uh, And we moved in right before it happened. And so when we moved in, that happened. What felt like the world closed down. We didn't have a chance to really even meet our community. Community, and we were inside for a long, long time. We worked from home, um, and for a long, long time, yeah, you you have a re- really a chance to sit with your thoughts about what you want. We are big believers that you know when you um, you know when you are yourself, you give permission to other people to be themselves as well. Sure. When we moved here and we decided to go ahead and put a physical place, like a place that we wish existed ourselves. Like you mentioned about, you know, there's some places around we would travel all over and take trips out of state, but we could never find a place that had everything into it. And of course, everybody has their own take. And we come from a very creative world. Mm -hmm. So we thought, you know, um, you know, we could do our own take on it and create a place that we wish existed. But we did not know one person in Erie, not Mm -hmm. one. That's scary. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. But we, we took the leap. Um, like we say, magic was on our side, but the thought was, well, you never know unless you try. And we've always leaned into things when you get those nudges and you get those downloads and you get those feelings like we should do this. Mm -hmm. We should totally do this. So maybe it's good that we don't know the back history of, you know, any sort of, you know, things that have happened in the past, because all we know is we opened our doors, fresh and eye, fresh eyes to eerie. And when you are yourself, um, it's amazing. You've, I know we've all heard the saying that your vibe attracts your tribe and energy sure, attracts yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you do that, what you realize is you open your doors and you don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden somebody comes and it happens day after day oh, it wasn't after just day. Somebody came, and then they bring came. their friends like and their family <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, you guys are so cool. Right. So right. now it just feels like we really like found a bunch of people that are people. You know? right. We so, get each other. So did you... You guys don't know, didn't know a single person in Erie. How'd you decide on Erie? Like it was the, probably the closest um, big center to where we were living mm-hmm. yeah. um, in the rural area, an yeah. hour outside of um, Erie. Yeah. So we do the hour plus commute every day to come into our store and to go back home. And so, you know, like I said, we come from a creative world. So our background is this is not our first business and that we are known in the creative industry um, for a specialty paint that we make. Oh, cool. And, um, yeah, so we've been growing that for a long time. We learned a lot 
and you know we were able to work that from home as Matt said and have an online business and we really finessed that to being a world-known brand and then um, completely separate this this was like a project like okay now let's we've, we've let's take what we've learned and do something else that we really feel passionate about sure and so when they that's why I think we that's you know you learn and you're able to carry the experiences that you have with you and what you've learned in business as well mm -hmm. um, to be able to bring that forward. So when you combine passion and business savvy and you put it all together, it's a beautiful cocktail. And then you throw in like some weirdness and some, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then you let it all hang and out. a bunch of ambition. It's mm -hmm. amazing the people that show up to... I, think, hang out with I you. think the key word that she said, let it all hang out, is when we opened, we didn't want to be categorized as a hippie shop. Mm, sure. Or we got plenty of shops. Yeah. And that's usually how in different communities that, you know, which shops and metaphysical shops are accepted is you have a hippie shop and then you start introducing Cauldrons. Yeah, triquertas or cauldrons or sage or different things like that. And, you know, we wanted to make sure that... Transparent. We're transparent. We're a neutral place. We welcome everybody. And you can be yourself. You can be yourself. And if you have questions, mm -hmm. ask. We will answer any questions no matter, mm -hmm. you know, we don't care what your background is, what your beliefs are, what your belief systems. We have everything from the Abrahamic religions to, you know, new age thought. So... Do you still get an inordinate amount of hippies? Just look like the type of shop that it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> I think this world crosses over. To yeah, because a lot of the new agers. Yeah, because, yeah, because of the new agers. And so, we don't have an issue. You know, we don't have any kind of issue or anything like that. It was just kind of, I think, because of growing up, you know, in the 80s and 90s, because it wasn't like looked on well, you know, a metaphysical shop that, you know, it was okay to mix that world because you had a little more freedom mm -hmm. under the hippie moniker because, you know, I, I was a deadhead in high school, you know, and things like that because people you would just be like, oh, you know, it's, it's just a hippie shop, right? Right. right. Somehow it's easier to it's dismiss. Palatable. Yeah. yeah. It's much more easier to be accepting sometimes mm -hmm. and to right. hide behind. And so, you know, we are at a point in our life where we just we don't wanna, care. No, we're sure. just ourselves. We don't care. And you know what? You do you. Yeah. And we understand that, you know, like we kind of touched on before, that you are the sum of your experiences and what you've gone through, nobody else has gone through. And what got you here and how you feel is based on your own reality. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you start thinking about everything that you've, you know, when you were younger and that you learned up, that you learned about when you were under maybe parental figures or other guardians around you, you know, where did they in hear that information that was fed to you? So to be able to be fast forward to a point in your life that you can make your own decisions, you can make life whatever you want it to be. And sure. carrying a stone in your pocket, if it gives you courage because you have a piece of tiger eye, because... You know, warriors, yeah, yeah, carried it into battle for ages. And, and, you know, like, I'll never forget that we had a mom come into our store and she said, I, you know, I'm here with my daughter and her, her daughter was really shy. And she's like, she has to do some public speaking and she's really scared. So can you pick her out and help her find a good stone that she can just kind of keep in her pocket just nice. to help her, you know, just, just to remain strong. And so she ended up getting a piece of tiger eye and that made her feel good. She smiled and she just felt like, okay, I got something in my toolkit. Nice. That's so, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool, right? Were you guys scared at all when you started about the the stigma behind having a, a witch store? 
No. No. <laughs> no. You, I no. mean, maybe scared is the wrong word, but were you worried about it? Um, I, I, the only thing I didn't want was anybody protesting. Yeah. Because Erie's a Catholic town. I well, yeah. Mo- most places are. Yeah, most places are. But don't the, make me get the goats. Yeah, exactly. Don't <laughs> make us get the goats. That was kind of our go-to. Is like we're going to get the goats out of the back. They show up. We're getting the goats out. But that was kind of the thing. Was <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Did yeah. you guys have goats? No, no. No, but, but you, I think you we should got get some, some chickens. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Just I think we need some chickens. <laughs> um, the yeah, I, I think it was. It, it, it's not. It's not so much as the protesting thing was. Uh, I, I could care less. You want to come out, do, yeah, your, do thing, your thing, right? But the point of it is, is the problem for me is not so much that aspect of it. It was the fact that you know I served in the military. I swore an oath to the Constitution, and the big one under the First Amendment, besides freedom of speech and and protest, right to gather, right. Is religious freedom absolutely? This country is founded on religious freedom of people trying to break away from their church and start their own ideas of how to worship what they interpret as the grand creator of the universe or the expression thereof. Mm-hmm. Whether it's one or God, it's it's however you know the human brain processes it in archetypes or you know or they see a literal old man in the sky. Whatever you do, that's you, right? That's your personal beliefs. I find it very disheartening in this day and age that you would have people that, you know, talk about the, you know, the infallible will of God and God's mysterious unknown plan right. come in front of somebody else's place of spiritual worship or spiritual, you know, things that they need and claim that you're wrong because they know God's unknoble plan, right? right. So I, I just, that's kind of where I was at that, you know, come higher hell water, you know, we, we didn't really care about that. It, that was the only thing I was worried because I just don't, I didn't want to be disappointed in my fellow American after all the years I spent, yeah. you know, doing the thing. Yeah. And we we so. would never want it to be hard for and we'd never do that. Yeah. to want to come into our store and, you know, of you And of course, yeah. we yeah. would never begrudge anybody else for their own beliefs or anything else, you know. We, mm-hmm. We've we've been down that road where... Just be a good we, human. Yeah. We grew up in strict churches. We really did. Uh, we had two different church experiences, but we grew up in, you know, small towns. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you didn't want to get out of out of bounds socially you know what i'm saying sure. so yeah so i yeah you just want your freedom and you know you want be able to other, express yeah that. and you want everybody else to be able to do that too i think know? that is what is ultimate freedom like what is freedom right. permission to be yourself mm-hmm. right. and then the right people will stay around and right like and that and that was one of the goals right and that was one of the goals with starting this show was just to have those authentic conversations with people and kind of step away from the three minute soundbite, the 30 second soundbite or whatever that you see all over social media or however you want to consume it on the news, whatever, and actually be able to talk to people about things that are genuine and authentic and real and be able to let people listen to that and get back to having these genuine conversations instead of trying to just spit out sound bites at each other. And and also having these genuine conversations with just like an amalgamation, just a variety of different kinds of people because right. that's what makes the community anyways 
is like if everybody had the same exact viewpoints, mm -hmm. things wouldn't be very interesting right. or and exciting. And we're all so different. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, we can all contribute in different ways. But yeah, you know, I've heard it often said that we're so um, we're so overconnected mm -hmm. that we are disconnected. Mm -hmm. And so just having good conversations. It's a tremendous value that I think a lot of people, I mean, not a lot of people don't get, but maybe we just want to offer it to people in a different way. You know what I mean? Or have another platform for them to talk or communicate or get involved or whatever it is that they're looking for. Um, and people do have so many different genuine like human experiences. You know, my experience is going to be different from yours, is from different from Matt, from different from Dave's. And those all kind of add up to bring us to sitting at a poker table and Everything at once studios, you know what I mean? Well, we're happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of like how the shop is as well, is that, you know, we can come around the cauldron, mm -hmm. the table. And, and cauldron and thorn, just to touch on as well, um, since it kind of led here, is that, you know, when we came up for the name for cauldron and thorn, when you think about the cauldron, it's in, the, it's, you know, when you think about a cauldron and how it was used, it, it's the heart of the home. Mm -hmm. Medicine was made into it, good conversation. Um, you shared, um, you know, food around it. You right. kept warm around it. It's where the community came together. And then you have thorn, which is very, you know, if you look up the metaphysical properties of it, it's very protective. And so we wanted to create a space where everybody could come and sit around and be respect be respectful to everybody mm -hmm. and understand that what we do have in common <laughs> somebody else wants she's to our, hang out with us she's our studio manager yeah. making good sure job. we do a good job she appreciates what she you guys comes are down doing. when she's extremely interested in what's going on down here exactly. so that's a good yeah. thing yeah okay good then we are good yeah. um so, but yeah it's for everybody to be able to come around and um you know while everybody comes from different walks of life and has all different perspectives and experiences what we do have in common is that we're all working on ourselves mm -hmm. and so the big thing about cauldron and thorn in our shop and with that supply for the soul of coming into the grocery store and getting what you need today whether right. you want to get some herbs because you want to make a nice thoughtful meditative bath a bath ritual you know the outside world knows about um you know lavender we drink lavender tea for calming. We know that as well. Chamomile tea, very popular. Well, there's many, many more herbs that have beautiful energies attached to them. And so the idea of being able to combine maybe, um, you know, a candle with some herbs, with some crystals, and put it all together to be able to um, just help you, you know, move forward into what it is that you really want in life and to be able to focus on it because we're here. And we all want it. What we do have in common is that we want to have a beautiful quality of life. We want to get through this experience you right. know, in a good way. Yeah. And speaking of that, of the cauldron and stuff and bringing everybody kind of coming together and collecting that energy and that experience and spending that time. Cause I think that like a lot of, I mean, there's science that shows we all put out vibes and things absorb vibes and put out different vibes and all that stuff. And as far as like transforming your space went, cause it was a, I believe it was a bank before you guys moved in. It was always uh, a retail. It base. was, yeah. it was a, I think it was a restaurant at one point. Okay. It's kind of like a, a the, building that had parts. Yeah. The, where we were first in that area was a restaurant, a restaurant. and diner from back in the fifties. Mm -hmm. The other part was built in 1992. I do believe, uh, the, uh, People had it built. The Santas's were there. Mm -hmm. um, it was a Christmas tree shop. Oh, okay. Which is why it has that kind of funky, funky yeah. layout. I thought it might have been a church at first, just it because of the that you know, feeling. So yeah. big. 
and yeah. high ceilings, yeah. And then it became a janitorial supply, and there was a number of different things in there. And then there was another retail shop that was kind of like a... Uh, Someone's making biscuits. Gift shop, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, making the biscuits. Making Very biscuits. important. Yes. yes. More so. biscuits, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, then we showed up, and, uh, you know, uh, I was looking forward to it to be slow, because I wanted to catch up on all these books oh, I that I actually that. bought in. I'm like, I don't care if nobody shows up, I can catch up on all my we books. We actually thought for a moment that yeah. when we started like sourcing all the stuff for our stores as people, as connoisseurs of this as well in practice, mm-hmm. that, oh, this would be a great opportunity to be able to read all the books that we <laughs> ever wanted to read right. and have yeah, access to get out. them. Yeah. Well, man, we opened and... Yeah, we, we didn't have enough books at the end of the first weekend to... Uh, Good you luck know. with that. Yeah. yeah Your yeah, guys' bookshelves are pretty nice, though. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. After perusing yeah. them, there's some good stuff. Well, we there. just added in our 217 titles wow. yesterday. There's Huge. a lot to yeah. learn yeah. in the metaphysical space. Oh, yeah. There's so many aspects, which my is problem, so yeah. exciting. I think my problem is is I want to know it all, and I can't, whether it's high magic or low magic or you know, hedge witchery or elemental magic or even new age, you know, things like that. And there's just so much that I will never know it all. And that's religious power. That was one of my older goals when I was a young lad was Was by like 40, I would know everything. I was pretty convinced Mm -hmm. by 40. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know what? You probably accomplished that at 16 because I knew everything at 16. Uh, Oh, well, (laughs) see, the thing is, is I thought that I thought that I I felt that way, but I knew there were probably some things I didn't know, but I don't think that's ever going to be. You never a couple years. A yeah. couple years. Yeah, gonna I still get got a few years yeah. left. Maybe I'm I'll get it. You, yeah. Never, never admit defeat. Just, <laughs> just go with the six. Yeah, I knew everything when I was a teenager, and I still do. Exactly. That's I should have right. just kept that mentality, you right? You should just get Dang. audiobooks, listen while you sleep. Yeah. Um, as far as like cultivating the vibes, though, how did you? Did you guys do anything to help transform that space? Because I feel like it's a much. When I go into your store, I feel it. You know what I mean? From all of the different things around the herbs, everything that. It was very bright. Brown. <laughs> when we first got there, it was very brown. Yes, yeah, so we put yeah. our own spin onto it. We yeah. do um, a lot of spiritual housekeeping and cleansing. Mm-hmm. And we, like you said about, you know, everything has energy to it. And it was very important to us to, you know, just to do energy cleansing and upkeep. Sure. And we view that as just like you would do um, in your normal space that you would housekeep and you sweep and you kind of, you know, do those things. It's the same thing. As right. far as flipping it. Uh, I think we got it on March 18th, and we are open, painted, ready to go by April we 1st. Yeah, oh, my gosh. The expansion. So, yeah, yes. so the expansion into the 1,000-foot space, into the 10,000-foot space, actually was a shorter time frame than when we uh, opened the first shop. And <laughs> so, weeks, yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to think here. But it was important to me. I, I needed a big, big you know god statue i needed fountains i was like i think she thought i was joking when i said we need a fountain in the middle of the store (laughs) (laughs) so one day i went and i'm like we're getting we're going we went to home depot yeah (laughs) yeah we went to home depot and i'm like i got a budget of 500 dollars for building a fountain and we did we built a fountain yeah now the fountain yeah and now the fountain we got a huge gate we got a fountain with for like a hearth too. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, actually, yeah. that was in the original shop in the the cauldron, which we is bought it, moved yeah, in, yeah. The cauldron, which is now the, the fountain, fountain on top of the fountain where the water comes out of. If you were in the old shop, it actually bubbled and smoked oh, okay, and cool. stuff like that. But now it pours. Yeah. Now now it comes out. A so bit differently. I, I miss the smoke though. 
But everything we put in there, we're very thoughtful about. Um, we can look at every single thing and know why it's there. So we just don't put things in there to put mm -hmm. things in there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we listen to our customers, which has always been, you know, we listen to ourselves and feeling that nudge and that idea that just kind of downloaded and went, we should do this, moved with it. And people came and, you know, we, we, all, we are very, very thankful for our customers because we recognize that, you know, especially in today's age of, just the expense um there's you know there's just so many businesses out there right now you know it's very saturated there's a lot of businesses right. and how do you make yourself stand out and be different and i would definitely say that you know me and matt we do not follow anybody else hmm. we follow ourselves right so i think that's always helped us nobody should follow nobody us. knows what we're going to do next <laughs> because we don't even know what we're, we're going to do next lost. we just wake up like this morning we woke up and um you know that hour commute that takes us to get from our house to our store a lot of bad ideas we can move pretty quickly I, because I can imagine. we yeah. can bounce ideas off of each other pretty quickly We've been together for a very long time, uh, for a couple decades, and now we can like we can bounce ideas, come to an idea, and just kind of like know. And I think that with every decision that you make and what happens of it, you gain extra confidence. So you're able to make um, decisions faster based on what happened before. And mm -hmm. that, like I said, you know, all those experiences just kind of come, just kind of like filter through you, and you're like, yes, no, really quick. But that hour actually serves us really well because it's like a meeting every morning. We're forced to sit next to each other in the car. Either that, or we just get mad at he each can't other. Jump out. <laughs> so that morning coming in um, or going home and, you know, it's a chance to really think about, okay, how did that go? How could we do better? You know, um, right. you know, is there anything we'd like to change that feel good? And so one thing that's always ha helped us um, is that literally when I say that, you know, we don't follow anybody, we just follow our own heart and just kind of like what feels right. We for go us. with our gut and we're, yeah. we're very big with intuition. Um, you, have been referring to it a lot lately is basically, you know, if, you know, whatever power, higher power you may believe in comes along and says, look, I need this done. And they give you, and that's an inspiration. That's inspiration. Sure. That's your muse. Yeah. And if it comes down, and if you ever notice that if you don't act on it and you just say, all of a sudden somebody two streets down goes, this great idea. Right. I'm going to go that. do that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yes, and that's the thing. Uh, if you sit on it, the universe is going to move on, man. Yeah. It, 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 it is it going to move on. To because yeah. it needs that flow of energy to keep, keep continuing down the direction. So, yeah. We so listen we to our customers. That. We, um, and, you know, we also know that if somebody comes to you and they say, hey, I'm interested in this, not everybody will speak up. Um, but right. usually one customer, it can represent a lot of people that might be feeling the sure. same way. Like mm -hmm. they'd love to see this or that or, right. or something. And so we pay really, really close attention to that. Customer service is very important to us and taking care of our people. Yeah, even down to the color, uh, the color, sorry, it's the mountains, but color. The, co <laughs> the color of the walls. The uh, adoration of it, um, the toss statue, there's a lot of Easter eggs in there. Mm -hmm. A lot of people come in and go, oh, I see you have a, you know, 10-foot statue of Toth overlooking the store, you know. Is he your patron god? Well, no. Um, he is one of the representatives there. I'm very fond of, of him being the god of magic, being the god of, you know, writing and create. Yeah. He, he is in, you know, in the Bible, it's referred he's the formless one. He's the one that formed himself out of nothing. The interesting thing about it is, is his altar form as the baboon, the creative force, um, 
his name is Jehudi, which, you know, the Greeks have kind of bastardized uh, later on. And uh, a lot of people recognize it as Jehovah nowadays. Ah. Mm. So there's, there's, you know, active debate going, well, that's not what they mean. Well, the Jehudi and Jehovah are pretty damn close, you know, in, in, as far as that goes. So Jehovah, Yehudi, you know, what, you know, there, there's, yeah, a common, yeah, there's a common ancestry between ancient deities, right? Mm-hmm. Um, deities, I look at them as archetypes of creative force. That's uh, like uh, there's a great YouTube channel called Esoterica, which uh, Doctor Justin Sledge procures. Uh, he did one the other night about Yahweh. It's very intellectual. He has a very dry sense of humor, but it's no nonsense. It's very collegial. Uh, very collegiate, not collegial, but very collegiate. And, um, you know, where he talked about, um, he's a rabbi, but he talked about the, you know, the start of Yahweh as a warrior storm god in can- in, uh, among the Canaanites. And then just across the way, you had Baal, Baal, who was the other storm warrior gods. And they're kind of like the amalgamation of the two, right? And they used to share shrines and things like that. And then it's just an evolution of archetypical belief through the ages. And then finally you get to, you know, you get to years and years of tradition and years and years of building up. And then that's how you get, you know, from point A to point B, right? So, you know, our, my important thing is, is when people come to the store, it's important for me and, and our employees as well to check your personal beliefs at the store to help out whoever comes in mm. to try to connect point A and point B and kind of fill in those blanks that they might not have about those other things sure. and, and not do it with bias. But if you come in, a lot of people, like what they're saying is they look and they see Toth, but... There's a lot of Easter eggs of the other gods in the store, mm-hmm. like the gate, the keys hanging from the gate. Um, uh, for you, uh, Hecatam, which is, you know all about that, the owls, you know, the fountain, you know, all these different things and different types of, you know, Norse beliefs, Greek beliefs, Hellenistic Greek, uh, Egyptian, uh, Abrahamic, uh, all these different things are represented in our store. Mm-hmm with just objects in our store that most people just walk by and they don't even realize it. So, so. next time you're in, do the Easter egg hunt. All right. <laughs> Is, do you guys have, like, an actual Easter egg hunt that I could do? That uh, would be really fun. You know what? Suggestion I for you. We're getting towards Easter. We talked about last year, but I think we had a Halloween party for the kids this year, mm-hmm. and the kids went feral halfway through it, and nice. I barely survived it, so I don't... I don't know if I want to encourage that behavior. <laughs> like a, a scavenger hunt would be really fun, though, because I notice a lot of the things that you're talking about, yeah. um, all the different belief systems and different Easter eggs, as you're calling them. So, babe, yeah. I'm triggered right now. You're triggered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I didn't want to, I didn't. I didn't mean to. I apologize. No eggs. No, 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 no. no, no children. No, no eggs, but if you no had like a scavenger. No spiritual no, scavenger. More the nods to the things. No inflatable uh, dinosaur suit. So, yeah, listen, yeah, no. we go all out, okay? So, yeah, we even entertain the little of our customers. We are pet friendly, and we, we have a lot of children as well, right? Mm-hmm. Families that come out. And so um, it's kind of funny because we hosted a... Um, 
a kids party. Which was covered in October. Yeah. yeah. Matt may or may not have been the dancing DJ dinosaur. Nice. Yeah. Fun. But so, yeah, but at some point uh, between uh, He may have got few It's raining tacos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Between it's raining tacos and disco vampire, I think uh, Something happened where the kids turned and they attacked. Well, they and, turned uh, fast. All the feral children I know are actually extremely well behaved. So I don't know. <laughs> if that they, might have been it too. They might have just got to a point where they just the sugar and the everything, the, the yeah. adrenaline, it just broke. And it next was, year we've decided not to do candy, no sugar for anybody. Like, you just dance. It yeah. was like an underage and club fifty four in nineteen seventy eight, right? <laughs> uh, so. You guys have a lot of different stuff going on at the store and a lot, of, di- a lot yeah. of different uh, representation. If I'm walking into your store, not with the intent of, like, where I go, like, oh, that's Tothro, you know, like, I know what I'm looking at. Like, say I'm a beginner right? and I'm just going in because I'm curious, what direction do you point me in? Like, well, where when, do I start? When you come in, there's a guidepost there that has arrows hanging off every different way that says tarot, incense, whatever. You know, there's something there for everybody. Yeah. But if you come in with this and you're curious about something, truly curious, mm-hmm. come up and ask anybody. They will be more than happy to help you. And if they can't help you, they'll come get somebody who can help you. I always say to somebody, um, if if you walked in and you said something like that to me, I'd probably say, well, you know, this is a store where we all work on ourselves. And so let me ask you, what is it that, you know, what's your intention? What is it that you're seeking? What is it that you want um, to bring more of into your life? Where would you like, you know, what's your goals? What are you trying to accomplish as you move forward, there's a lot of hexing of boyfriends and exes that's requested, but I just uh, I just oh. point them towards the books. I don't get involved in that. Being, uh. being uh, you know, you know, I, I I don't want it brought upon myself. So I'm just like. Oh. So, but you yeah. do have books for that. Yes. Oh, we do have books. We, we have, have a book for that. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, we have to we have to serve the entire public, right? Right. As Got to of, give the people what they need. Yeah, it's part of the mission, you know. So just letting you guys, the guys of Erie out there know, or women of Erie, you know, be, be careful. careful. Right. Because is there rose quartz in your socks? Yeah, is there something that's underneath your table that wasn't there before that mm. was kind of odd and out of place? So, you know. Just uh, be nice, people. Be be you know. Be nice. Be be nice to each other. So I think it all comes down to uh, to like intention of what mm-hmm. somebody is looking to do. Uh, it could be somebody just walks in and goes, um, you know, I just. I, things have just been weighing me down, you know. I'm just just feel the stresses, and I feel like I want to get back to my usual self, you know. Um, maybe they we steer them towards, you know. Have you been doing your journaling lately? You know, gratitude journaling and finding something to be thankful for, pairing it with a gratitude, something um, that has the energy to be a gratitude stone, and just kind of like getting your focus, mm-hmm. you know, when you just feel like you're really off. And so, or sometimes it's just a nice bath and putting in some thoughtful things or lighting a candle or, you know, sending up something to the universe that you just, you've lost touch with, but you're ready to bring it back into your life. One of the things you guys have been hitting on, at least that resonates with me, is that you are making, like, the daily, mundane, normal tasks into a spiritual ritual. At Mm -hmm. least that's, like, the what's coming to me when you guys are talking about these things, like your drive to work and the the things going on at the store and what you just said about taking a bath or lighting a candle or doing the journaling is that there are so many ways for people to get in touch with that spirituality that higher self that higher power whatever it is that's out there that can make them 
feel better internally, spiritually, There's you know, nourish their soul. So much coming at us on a daily basis. You know, you think ads and social media and you, you know, we get into this go, go, go. And we've heard it referred to it as the rat race and, you know, whatever you're on the platforms and you keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, Doom you know, scrolling. you binge, you binge, you binge, you know, whatever. <laughs> yes, Netflix, I'm still watching, Right. <laughs> you know, and so taking the time to um to turn all that off and tune into yourself what is it that you really want because you know like we do full moon we do new moon rituals and we live very much in sequence um and try to pace ourselves and just live in harmony with nature in cycles versus going against it we can take a lot of lessons from the seasons and things that happen around us right mm-hmm. we're just coming right now and this has been a, a slower time we're talking about our animals and not going out so much because it's been cold we've been hanging out together more inside right, right? Mm-hmm. but pretty soon you know that will change for us and so learning the rhythm that you know maybe things in life are have seasons as well mm-hmm. and that's okay you know mm-hmm. every every time has a different season but our shop is about you know remi- reminding you that you know like we have full moon coming up on friday night and we just do an open gathering and you mentioned yep. the full moon a big flashlight in the sky what an opportunity to shine inward and say okay what do what have i been working on this last month what do i want more of what do i want to banish what do i want to let go of what do i want want to walk into this next month of with more of in my in my life you know worries anxieties things that just kind of get me down leave that behind and then move forward and feel lighter because we are our biggest project and so you know you can work on the same things again month after month Um, but it's all in hopes of living a much more positive life that you personally want to live right and for me personally i feel like a lot of times the solution is really simple when i have like a problem or something that's reoccurring in my life or a certain activity that keeps causing me grief or trouble or issues the answer is always really simple but putting in me putting into practice becomes the very complicated part and trying to make things into a lot more than what they actually are a lot of times i tell this to people all the time that i work with um, that the hardest part of doing any task is the half hour, hour, 45 minutes, day, whatever, before you actually do the task, when you're convincing yourself about all of the... The, the head work, the mental work. The procrastination. Oh, boy, yes. We, we, we by nature, are procrastinators, yeah. I think. Um, and it cannot even happen yet, but we can have convinced ourselves. <laughs> right. Yeah. That it's going to be awful to yeah. you and you don't want to do it. And then whenever you actually do it, it's never as bad as it right. seems to be in your head. Yes. I, yeah. I think I got to a point in my life where that uh, I, I, I have two, a dichotomy of two approaches. No matter what happens to me, that the world's been, you know, ever, the universe has been kicking for billions of years before me and it'll kick for billions of years after me. Mm-hmm. So what I do here and now is, yes, it's important to me. Yes, it's stuff I want to accomplish. But no matter what I do, everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's just the way, you know, it, it just because I think people get caught up into the thing where they make so much of themselves. And we live in a narcissistic society fueled by social media. Likes. That 
need those likes. You, yeah, you got to remind we, yourself. We really do. Yeah. Yeah, please like this podcast. Yeah, by the way, go over there and smash that like button right now. Yeah. Do us a like, subscribe, all those things. But, uh, you know, we've gotten so po- so much into the selfish narcissistic thing that sometimes we got to remind ourselves is just because we exist doesn't mean the rest of the universe and everybody in the human race is obligated to us. Mm-hmm. So I'm very bad about that when I'm driving because I consider myself a professional driver. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, you know, so it's like... Uh, like professional NASCAR driver? Yeah, that's, yeah. Good. In my, my own, too, yeah. in my own mind, That right? makes sense. So anyways, but... Uh, and then there's also the other... The other side of that, where I've kind of taken the George Carlin approach, whereas I am now a disinterested third-party observer of the human race. Mm -hmm. Whatever happens, happens. I'm just waiting, just watching to see where it goes. Mm -hmm. So, um, so one, one, on one hand, you're you're above everything, and on the other hand, you're trying to beat the selfishness out of you, right? right? So, it's it's that toss in between. But I'm. You know, I'm I'm working on it. Working Every, on it. Always a work in progress. But it's good if you come to the full moon because we do do a ceremony and we talk about the archetypes and different things for the themes of the of the month, of like, the season, and mm-hmm. the month. It's all perspective to try to move you ahead. Yeah, yeah. to really so. just get you in the good mindset place. Um, there was a podcast I was, I listened to a long, long time ago, and it's always stuck with me, kind of like on the heels of what Matt was saying that, and it might have been Wayne Dyer, I believe it was. Um, it was the whole no, thing. Wayne W. Dwyer? No, no. It was Tony and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it was this podcast. It was yes. this podcast. And it was the uh, thank point you. that you said, oh. you said, um, basically that, you know, okay, what about if we flip the narrative? So instead of every day going, okay, I want to be more spiritual. I want to be more spiritual. You know, like I want to tap in more. I want to be more awakened. I want to tap in more to more of my spiritual side. Um, how about if we flipped it and we said, I am a spiritual being, but I'm living a physical life. And then yeah. it's isn't that so much easier, like to be easier on yourself at the yeah. end of the day, realizing that, hey, you know, that we're in the school of life here. What did you learn today? Mm-hmm. What did you like? What did you not like? What worked for you? What didn't work for you? Because guess what? Tomorrow's a new day in class. Mm-hmm. And so if you want less of that, adjust your day. Take different classes. Go somewhere else. You know, move somewhere. You know, <laughs> you're not a tree. Just do something. But when you start to realize that, yeah, there's something that you can take from every single experience that you have. Um, and then tomorrow's a fresh new day to hit reset. Exactly. And it also, I, I like to give myself the opportunity to be wrong a lot, too. And to be able to come back and look at that and say, you know, this was this was obviously not my best performance, maybe in whatever arena or field that I'm in. But I can look back at this. I can say I'm sorry if I made a mistake or if I hurt somebody and I can work towards being better tomorrow and address that and have that internal awareness of where this is really coming from. Mm -hmm. You know, this thing that I'm upset with, because nine times out of ten, it's got nothing to do with that situation it comes from the, within. the 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 strong emotions are coming from within and from with yeah. a past experience yeah, where yeah and i it, always think too that um 
yeah, you're, it just reminds you that you're only human. Mm-hmm. And it probably only reminds you that you just want to do a really good job. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That you're really passionate about something. But unfortunately, the person that got in my way is messing it up for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, their fault. It's their fault. No, so. If people would but, just do what I wanted yeah, exactly, all the time, all the every time, time yeah, right. things would be perfect. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's the 10% <laughs> thing we use in the Marine Corps. Just try to be 10% better next time, right? So, yeah. It would be boring if we were all like, and every day was the same. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I I love variety, and I like hearing lots of different things about, uh, you know, all the different people and different belief systems, which is why we've had such a diverse group of people on here so far, Mm -hmm. um, and more diversity to come that I'm really excited to share with people once once we get a little bit closer to those days. But uh, I really appreciate the opportunity that you guys will offer to people as far as like finding that spirituality because you reach towards a group of people that I feel like has been disenfranchised. Um, Maybe it's because of past religious or spiritual experiences or maybe it's lack thereof. And your store offers them a tremendous opportunity to get like in, I mean, all these opportunities like have a hands-on place and like physical books that I can touch and physical people that I can talk to and ask questions and learn from if I'm searching for that kind of thing in my life, that kind of spirituality or a different form of spirituality than what I'm used to. We, we get that point. And I think that from our backgrounds too, is, you know, we understand that when you grow up in a church (laughs) and everything you do that, doesn't conform to you're going to hell oh yeah that that's some serious deprogramming you got to do and even even though that you know we were a little bit more open as far as that went you know unless you did it in conjunction with church you were still going to hell you mm-hmm. know so yeah when now that i'm older and i learned things like uh, about north Norse mythology hell isn't such a bad place <laughs> you know farms nice sun you know hey you know i, I can deal with that but, it's no Valhalla, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I, I don't know if I want Valhalla either. So. <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> but, the, but the whole thing of it is, is you know, that's some serious programming. Sonia has a great perspective on it. She always said that, you know, you spend the first 20 years of your life getting messed up because you're you're being programmed by other people the way they want you to be programmed. Their own set Mm -hmm. of fears, their own set of, their own upbringing. Yeah, yeah. and then you spend the next 20 20 years of your life, I won't use the term here, but (laughs) deprogramming, let's call it deprogramming. Deprogramming yourself, and then, you know. It's neutral. Yeah, and then once you hit 40, there is so much, it's it's like, it's this weird freedom, like uh, amazing freedom that, that you get because you know who you are. You have no patience for people you know, you just go and you just like, you know, I don't like it. Fine. You know, I don't like you. Fine. I'll, you know, right. But you don't, there's that filter kind of goes away because you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not trying not to hurt people and you're not trying to hurt people, but you're just comfortable in your own skin. And if people can't deal with that, well, then that's yeah. them. That's not you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I treat everybody the way. I, it's not a golden rule thing. It's just I genuinely like people. I'm like a dog. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, hey, you want to be my friend? <laughs> right. Hey, yes. You know? Oh, you fed me. We're definitely friends now, right? You know, and things like that. And that's just my nature, and that's the way I've always been. You know, even in the Marine Corps, you know, people would be like, you're so friendly. And, you know, and then the same night you're in a combat zone later, and you're like, ah, ah, yeah. 
<laughs> but, um, you know, that's just the way I am. And, you know, a lot can be said for, you know, the basic nature of people, you know. But once you get to 40, you've gotten rid of all that and you're stripped down to your basic na- nature, whether you're friendly, whether you're, you know, whether you're really ambitious and just go for it and things like that, you know. So you kind of strip away all these pretenses, you know, trying to be cool or wear the right things or say the right things when you're when you're younger. You just you just shed all that. Mm-hmm. You do the work, right? Yeah. You do the work. You get yeah. in touch with yourself. Even if you don't realize you do, you're doing the work, you kind of do it. Because one day you just have an epiphany and it's like gloves are off. It doesn't matter anymore. It's I think that's roll. what happened. You know, we hear about the, the spiritual awakening. It's being termed. It's happening globally. Yeah. Um, Age of a lot of people hitting forties of things. You know what? I honestly just think that the you know during the pandemic that was a time when people, you know, whether they wanted to or not, they could have kept going through the rat race, right? And we'd have would have never it, everything would have just stayed the same. But it changed, and it forced people, whether they were ready for it or not, to deal with themselves. You're going to have to take a look at what you built around you. Do you right. love your job? Do you love the people you have around you in your life right now? Like who are who are you surrounded by? You know, are you happy right now? Is this what you really want? Because how sad it is to climb the corporate ladder or to cl- climb any ladder and realize this is not the view that I want. Mm-hmm. Why have mm-hmm. I been climbing here, right? Like, and so, you know, I just think that, yeah. So I, I do strongly believe 20 years, somebody else's thinking program, 20 years to on program and kind of find out for yourself and, and live your own life. Then you're equal, equal ground, and you're like, I am me, and this is the things that I stand for, I believe in, and you know what? Take me, leave me, but I am, you know, I am who I am. And so we just kind of, over the pandemic, that, whether you hit that mark or not, age-wise we speak of, but it happened for everybody, mm-hmm. because now you were forced to think inward. Yeah, that's right. And the corporations hate it. Yeah, they It do. changed a lot, <laughs> It changed right? everything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, we live in a different world now. And I think a lot of people have come to the realization that happiness is in their own pocket. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? And so you, yeah, you are the one that gets, you are the creator, like, of, of your own life and whatever it is that you want your life to be. And so for me and Matt, it's like, you know, we just step out and go, yeah, you know, <laughs> Rocky Horror. We have, what's, yeah. the, what's the words? Don't dream it, be it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, we do fun stuff, too. We have, like, we, yeah, celebrate, we, had Rocky we celebrate cryptids, and we yeah. do, yeah, we had a Rocky Horror show, but I'm, I'm coming up with his, his words now. Yeah. But, yeah, so if you want to do it, like, nobody's coming. Nobody's coming to do it for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's yeah. coming to save you. Right. So is there something that you want, right, your time right now on Earth, in this physical existence that we know, what is it that you want? Reach out and grab it. Like work towards it and where it is that your, um, you know, your focus, your energy goes, energy and focus flows all in one. And so our shop is about like what, uh, getting back to attention, what is it that you want? Yeah. Hurry up and do it now. What is going to help you get closer to what your dreams are and like the life that you want to live? Regardless of what anybody else thinks how you should live or the perception of what you're doing and putting it out into the world now, just be you. And you know what? True freedom, yeah. permission to be. Make yourself. sure you do it now Period. before they fire up the Large Hadron Collider again. <laughs> yeah. So I, we have a theory that every time something happened, if you notice, everything has progressively gotten weirder and more out of control since they 
first right. started up the Large Hadron Collider. Did you know so, that? So now, anytime anything goes wrong anywhere, I'm like, Large Hadron the Collider! The Hadron Collider! Yeah. Yeah. Some so, more Mandela yeah, effect yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, no, that happened that way. I lived it. I remember. It's like, no, it didn't. You know? I saw somewhere a while ago that <laughs> there's a website where you can ask it a question and it will split an atom for you in one of the colliders. And right. depending on which direction it goes, it's like yes or no. So the answer, yeah. Splitting off timelines and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Well, that was the one I saw. Based off a website. Yeah, I think that what he was saying about the Mandela effect, and you said Jiffy. I can remember Jiffy peanut butter when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. It wasn't Jiff. It was Jiffy. And I can remember the label. They're gaslighting us. They're gaslighting us. <laughs> oh, yeah, for they sure. really are. There was a movie in the 90s where Shaq was a... Was the genie. Was yeah. the genie. genie. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, Kazam. that never happened. It was like a half a second in a commercial. And I'm like, that is not true. No. I lived <laughs> through it. I, I remember, remember watching it. it. I think yeah. I saw it on HBO, as a matter of fact. So that one... And what was the other one, too, that just recently happened? Oh, the Mirror Mirror. No. On the wall? Yeah, yeah. That one. Well, yeah. What's what's he say? So it, and the monocle. Who was it? That whether they had uh, the, the monopoly man. But uh, yeah, but mirror mirror on the wall. Who's Ferris on the wall? Yeah. She didn't never said. They switched. No. Magic mirror. Yeah. On the wall. Ma- magic mirror. Go look on the it up. Wall. There's something yeah. to it. And the other one too go, is hmm. the yeah. one that made me flip out is I remember the dad from uh, Fam- Urkel. Remember Steve the dad? Urkel? Yeah. yeah. Remember the dad? I could swear to God he died like. 20, like, 08 or something. Carl like Winslow, yeah. Yeah, I thought he died. He was on a Geico commercial not too long ago. I'm like, whoop. Yeah. I'm like, he died. That's you know, the mom and the dad died. He, he was dead, you know. We are all living our own reality. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Every time yeah. they fire up that Hadron Collider, we are pushed into another universe. Well, so. Reginald uh, Val Johnson is yeah. uh, just the first... Uh, AI robot out there. There you for go. Us, yeah, you know, like. exactly. <laughs> so the world's a really weird and crazy place, yes. and but it's fun. It's fun, <laughs> and we enjoy it. And who I, needs drugs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your store offers a great way to experience it for a lot of people that they well, may you. not have been able to experience in the past around here and i greatly thank appreciate you. that well, yeah, we, appreciate we appreciate your feedback yeah, yeah. and appreciate you coming on everybody go out and check out cauldron and thorn that is us west 8th street yeah. what's the address 2724 west 8th street check out their website also 2726 could be the mandela effect couldn't <laughs> don't, 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 don't confuse the listeners don't, yep, yeah. that don't. it's the expansion pack there you go check them out on facebook our website is cauldronandthorn.com. Or witches.co, not .com, .co, witches.co. Mm-hmm. Cauldronandthorn.com. And, uh, yeah, seven days a week, 11 to 7, except on Sundays, 11 to 5. They're there. Come out for an event. We had over 100 events over the last year. So They're awesome. We'll see us. Yeah, the full moon coming up. This is Friday, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. This isn't going to come out before then. Sorry, people. That's okay. That's There's okay. Every but month we do it. Every, every month full moon. Yeah, it's Go every out month. there and check those out. They're I amazing. need something. I need something. I'm, I'm, full you know, moon, I'm, new man. Yeah. I became a surfer in the military, and we don't have any tides here. I used to set my watch by tides, so mm. I got to do it by the moon. So, so full moon's a big deal for me now. Good. It's a good time. Also, like our, like our stuff. Hit all the like buttons, subscribe, check They're us out. Awesome. Yes. We do our best here. We keep trying to bring you guys really interesting, fun people. And uh, If you don't do it, we will hex you. Oh, no. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch yeah. out. We know yeah, where yeah. to go yeah, now. Yeah. We'll get you. We'll get a book or two. Well, let's say you. we might not do it, but we know people who will. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Thank you guys all for tuning in. We Thank love you. you. Peace Bye. out. Peace. Bye. Bye.